Hi, this is Jay Sunhalter, ESPN3 analyst and former Pirate football tight end. And you're listening to the Sports Objective Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates. It's time now for the Sports Objective Podcast. No talking heads, just guys who love sports. Here's Dave Richmond. Well, it's fall camp at the very first scrimmage for the Pirates. Coach Mike Houston, his thoughts. Let's go to the press conference now at the podium, and here's Coach Houston. I'll tell you, the, when it kind of hit, hit you this morning was, you know, we, we're out there on the field getting ready to go, and we're getting ready for flex, and, you know, we have a you know, kind of a sound-off thing with Big John that he does, and, of course, you know, the socially distanced flex is a lot different than our traditional pregame warm-up. So uh, you've got people from backline to backline, um, you know, all over the the field, and uh, so you know most of the time you don't really hear a whole lot. You know, you hear it, but it's not uh, like like it normally is with our with our flex. But uh, you know, I'm standing out there on the 50, and uh, I mean it echoes throughout the stadium. I mean it gives you chills just being back in the stadium, hearing the kids, feeling their energy. Um, just really, you know, that's when it's like, you know, this is what it's supposed to be like. So uh, it was great to get back out there. We had great weather. Um, I think the uh, the officials have to work on that little electronic whistle thing a little bit. So uh, they're going to have to pump that thing into the into the speaker system or something if they if they want anybody to hear it. So uh, that's one thing that uh, we all have stuff we got to work on. So uh, you know, some good and some bad. You know, just like with every scrimmage, you know, I always say, you know, the head coach is usually the the only one that's happy. Uh, you know, with everything because one, one side of the balls had a good day and the other side of the balls had a bad day usually. Um, and, uh, you know, that's kind of just the way those things go, you know, early on in preseason, uh, typically, uh, you'll see some, uh, some of the time, you know, defense is a little bit ahead of the offense. And I think that's what we saw today. Uh, I thought we had tremendous energy on the defensive sideline and, uh, I mean, they flying around like, uh, like they're supposed to. So I think the changes, uh, that we have made and the adjustments we have made in the off season and the hard work and dedication that, um, coach Harrell and, and the staff have put into changing our scheme uh, and the job they've done with those kids, uh, was very, very evident today. Uh, really pleased just with the way they competed. And I say that because, you know, I have a lot of confidence in, in the offensive, uh, personnel that we have returning. Uh, and I think we've got a chance to be pretty special on offense this year. So. Um, you know, the days of it being a track meet, uh, during preseason scrimmages, hopefully we're going to have great competition, uh, every time we go out there. And, uh, I would expect our next scrimmage to have, uh, you know, maybe a little more, uh, you know, maybe just a little more edge to it. Um, so, uh, that's good to see, you know, cause that's, that's the way our teams have always played, you know, with a lot of edge and a chip on their shoulders. So, um, you know, for me, we came out with, uh, no injuries. Uh, you know, we went, uh, just, uh, a couple of snaps under a hundred snaps total. Uh, so it was a very solid first scrimmage. Um, you know, it gives us an evaluation of where we are right now with some stuff. Uh, with a lot of it, you know, it's the first time you've done that in, in, in almost a year. So it's, uh, we got some rust we got to work through, but, uh, it was just really good to be back out there. Okay. We'll open it up for questions for Coach Houston. <clears throat> Coach, as is typically the case with uh, any any team, it's going to be big for your running backs to uh, to shed the first blocker. 
and uh, especially at ECU. Talk about the progress of your running backs so far here in camp. Well, I think that's going to be one of the big evaluations from today is, you know, that's the most uh, extended live contact session that we've had so far during fall camp. And, you know, the key really is, you know, for running back is, you know, there's going to be X number of yards that are just there because of how the O-line and, and, you know, tight ends, uh, receivers, how they block everything up. You know, the key to a great running back is, you know, what does he do after contact? You know, what, what yardage does he get after what was already there? You know, an average running back is going to just get the yardage that's there and that's all they're going to, that's all they're going to do. Um, so I think that's a big evaluation piece. And, uh, certainly we have some guys that run with some power. Um, I think that we have a lot of depth in that room and I think we have a tremendous amount of competition. I mean, this, this is a deal right now where I couldn't sit here and tell you that who's going to be the starter, you know, game one. I think there are a lot of candidates. And I think that, uh, you know, some of the guys that people assume may be, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count some of those other guys out either. I mean, I, I think very much what I said earlier last week, uh, I feel very, very good about that room five deep. And I think that there's a lot of competition out there today. With the defense having a good day, uh, was there any turnovers forced? Was that part of the equation or can you, you know, elaborate on that at all? Yeah. Multiple turnovers today forced, uh, both, uh, interceptions and, uh, forced fumbles. Um, and I think that, the, you know, that, that, that happens when you get, you know, it's, it's your first scrimmage and all of a sudden you get a defense that's very aggressive, very in your face. Um, and you know, it's, 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 you hadn't done it in about a year. So I think that that, uh, some forced errors there. Um, I think you'll see those probably get ironed out this week. And that's why I say the next time we go out there and do that, I would expect it to be pretty heated. Coach, how do some of those young quarterbacks look? You talked about them. I'm sure they, there were ups and downs, but how do they look? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's, it's a lot different than practice. You know, it was pretty close to being a simulated game kind of situation. And, uh, so the bulls were, were flying around pretty fast. So you can imagine that, uh, it took a little bit to get them settled down. Um, you know, I think you're going to look and there's going to be some good plays and some bad plays, you know, for all of them. Uh, we played, you know, every, every, every one of our scholarship quarterbacks played. Um, you know, they all got multiple series. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be great to evaluate those, but uh, certainly there's sort of some ability, um, some plays where their ability came through and you could see the potential. And then there were some plays where you could see, uh, the youth and experience. But you were talking about the depth, uh, definitely has to be important. This, with this go around with COVID-19 uncertainty with all the season, all the question marks, it's always important, but now ever so more important, right? Right. Oh, no doubt. And it's, you know, we got a couple of, a couple of guys out on the uh, offensive side right now. And so you, you're getting a lot of guys reps, uh, on the, on the line. And, uh, and that's going to be very important down, down the stretch this year because you never know week to week who could be out. So it's going to be important not just to be two deep, but you're going to have to be three and four deep this year, uh, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's different than most years, obviously. Coach, were there any specific players individually who stood out today? You know, I always, I always hesitate coming, coming in and talking a whole lot about that before you look at the film. But I think, uh, one that really was glaring to me was Jaira Wilson. Um, he's, uh, playing our Sam Backer and I think just his length 
there in that, uh, you know, slant out route window, uh, and at the line of scrimmage, I thought that he gave the offense, uh, some difficulties both in the run game and the pass game. You know, a lot of those, uh, quick RPO routes that, uh, you know, we kind of live on, you know, his length, uh, took some of those away today. He had a very athletic interception on one play where it's, I'm sure it's one where, you know, you didn't expect him to be able to make that play, but, uh, anyway, it's, uh, I, I think he stood out, um, Jake Verity had a great day kicking the ball. Um, you know, he's, uh, he had a little off season, um, medical issue. And so we didn't know how quickly he would come along here during preseason camp, but, uh, he looks a hundred percent and fresher than ever. Uh, I don't know what the long was today, but he had a couple of pretty deep field goals. Um, you know, offensively, uh, you know, some guys that I think that, you know, when you say stand out, I mean, I, I think about some guys I was surprised by in a positive manner. Um, Tyler Savage is continuing to come along. Freshman receiver out of Northern Virginia. Uh, Raji Harris, I think, uh, you know, really has been, uh, I think easily where I thought he would be and maybe a little more ready to play than we anticipated. Uh, so, you know, the rest of them I'd like to, uh, I'd like to take a watch at the film, um, and see just, uh, you know, you know, who else stood out, uh, you know, from that aspect. Uh, Coach Houston, there's a, a report that the American Athletic Conference has some schools that players are expressing concerns. Right. And even talking about hazard pay. Um, right. I don't get the sense that that's a concern at East Carolina at the moment, but I know you had some thoughts on this yesterday, but, uh, well, I mean, the, the big, the big thing for me is this, you know, we try to create a culture here and an atmosphere here where and I tell the parents this when we're recruiting them that, you know, when those kids come here, you know, we're going to treat them like their own. Uh, I'm going to treat them the way I expect my two sons to be treated. We're going to have a family atmosphere. Um, you know, I have an open door policy with my players. So, you know, the players know that they can come and talk to us about anything they're concerned about. And I encourage that. Um, so certainly if there are any concerns with the players in our roster, we want them to bring those to us and we want to address them. Uh, you know, I don't ever want to be the guy that sits here tone deaf, uh, on anything. Uh, you know, it's a deal where my job, uh, as, as the football coach here, my job is to support our players. My job is to make sure that they're in a safe environment. My job is to make sure that they have the thing they, things they need to be successful, both on the field and off the field. And if I'm doing my job correctly, then they're going to graduate from East Carolina University and they're going to be the man that God created them to be, uh, when they leave here. And so, uh, that's how I approach, you know, what my role is. And, uh, you know, I really very much, um, you know, want to be an advocate for our players and, uh, someone that can support them in any manner. Um, so I don't know if, uh, any of our guys have been involved with any of that. Uh, no one has brought it to me from a standpoint of, uh, they were, um, and, you know, we have had things brought to us. Uh, I've had multiple meetings where, uh, Q&A with myself, Q&A with John Gilbert, where we try to get answers to questions that our players have. Obviously, uh, we have a very uh, stringent um, medical uh, process with when in, in terms of dealing with uh, the COVID-19 virus. Uh, we're fortunate to have a strong medical community here locally. So I think that uh, the players have, they do have confidence in the testing protocols we have and some of the procedures we have in place as far as trying to mitigate the virus as much as possible. 
uh, within our roster and within our building. Coach, I'm interested about any sort of travel plans currently. It just seems like given, I mean, let's say 10 players on a plane end up testing and they can't end up playing and you can only bring 70 players. What kind of things have gone into travel conversations? Are you going to make day trips or um, stay in hotels? Has there been any conversation about the travel plans for the upcoming season? Well, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, when you talk about everything, whether it's home or away, you're really talking about, you know, after everybody tests on Wednesday, you know, which we had a test uh, Thursday this past week. We got all the results back uh, Friday. Um, so, you know, we're able to get a one-day turnaround because of having, you know, the medical facility here in our back door. Uh, we are so fortunate to have that because so many of our other schools around the country don't have that. But I think, you know, what your, what your focus is is after we test on Wednesday, um, the guys that come through, uh, that test negative, uh, and the guys that come through that are not quarantined from a, a contact tracing or anything like that, uh, you know, from Thursday on, we've got to be extremely protective of any interactions that we have as far as our bubble, uh, with anyone on the outside. Um, you know, we've talked through the protocols that we're using on Friday and Saturday. Um, we've talked through, you know, traveling at a lower capacity, uh, you know, you know, that our nights stay at a lower capacity, uh, trying to distance as much as we can, trying to get, keep guys isolated as much as we can to try to protect, uh, you know, everyone to game day. So I think that there are some, you know, I think you, you look at what the NCAA has as far as their protocols. You know, I think that, you know, our protocols are, are, you know, a good bit stricter. Um, I think that, uh, you know, that's, you guys got to try to do everything you can to keep everybody safe going into game day. But, you know, we've discussed so many things, um, you know, that you guys are well aware of, uh, as far as, you know, factors that we can control. Uh, and that's, that's all you can do is try to control what you can control. With, uh, Mason, uh, Garcia, how did he do today? And kind of stemming from what you said yesterday, have you noticed, Different energy or mindset with him knowing, you know, when he did get eligible. I, you know, first, I mean, every single day you go out there and watch him, you see the guy given ability. I mean, he can, he can throw a football as good as any kid I've ever seen. I mean, he, he could put some zip on it. He can get the ball in tight places quickly. Um, so he has the guy given ability. It's on display every single day. Um, I think, you know, what you saw today. Uh, was all of a sudden, you know, you jump out there and you got bullets flying everywhere. I mean, it's, it can rattle you. Uh, I thought that there were moments today where he, 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 he was uncomfortable, which that's good. He's got to go through that. Every freshman quarterback has, has been through that. Uh, I thought there were some times today where he looked very comfortable. Every snap he gets, he's going to improve. Every day he's out there, he's going to get more comfortable. So I think that's, that's where I would put him at right now is, you know, he's a freshman. In his first fall camp, seeing live action, uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a growing process. Uh, fortunately, you know, we've got other guys in that room. We've got a veteran quarterback, uh, you know, in Holton to where, you know, he's, he's not going to be thrown out there before he's not ready. Um, you know, so we just got to bring him along and grow him up like the rest of them. Um, he's excited about the fact that he's got the eligibility stuff behind him though. He's, you know, he's excited about the fact he can go out there and now he can just play football and don't have to worry about that stuff. Hey, Coach. Um, 
concern from the players about maybe potentially playing in empty stadiums? We know how Downey Thicken Stadium is such an advantage and it's packed right. out and rocking. Is there any thought process into how that's going to look or um, how the players might adapt to that differently? Well, you know, the players and I have talked about it a good bit. You know, obviously they want our fans there. You know, they, they, you know, many of them came here with one of the factors in their recruiting being the fact that we have a passionate fan base. Uh, they appreciate Pirate Nation. Uh, they feed off of it on game day. So yes, they, they want to play in front of a stadium that has fans, even if it has to be 25% or 50% or whatever percent. You know, they want fans in the stands. They want their parents to be able to see them. They want their peers to be able to see them. Um, you know, and, I, and I've told them, I get it. I just want to play, but I get it. Um, so uh, it's something they wish for. Certainly it's going to be a factor. If we don't have fans in the stand, we'll have to do something to create some atmosphere. Um, there weren't any fans in the state in the stands today, you know, so they're going to compete at a high level no matter what. But, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, that's something that certainly I can't control and our players can't control. So we have to leave that up to the, uh, you know, the authorities and the people that make those decisions. Coach, you and your staff certainly brought in a very large 2020 class. Uh, about 40% of those guys came in mid-year. Just talk about how they're making the transition and some of the guys that have stood out and maybe uh, have an opportunity to get on the field this year. Well, you know, I've, I've talked about that class. Uh, we're excited about it. Uh, obviously, you know, one of the, the things that I had to do when I, when I first got here a year and a half ago was, uh, you know, the roster needed some work. Uh, certainly we've got some, some talented old, older players, but there's not a ton of them. Uh, so, you know, we did a lot of work this past year in revamping the roster. Um, you know, it's those guys are, are, are getting better every single day. It's just everybody out there is exactly like Mason. Every snap they get, they're going to improve. But, you know, at least when we take the field, we have size and we have athleticism. And that's been the thing that's been the most apparent uh, so far during this preseason camp. They may not know which way to go. You know, we got to take care of that stuff. But uh, at least uh, they get there quicker, and uh, and then we look the part. So we got to grow them up. That's the big thing. Grow them up. So every single day we're going to improve. And I think that today was very evident of that. I mean, the rotation we had on the defensive line, you know, you're running guys, two and three guys on the field virtually every other snap. You know, we played a ton of guys up front today. And the, the difference that that made was our front defensively was fresh the entire scrimmage today and allowed them to play fast. And it allowed them to, you know, you know, not be fatigued. And certainly you look at the situation we were in last year where there was no rotation. And, uh, Alex Turner was a great player. I loved that kid. You know, he would have been such a more productive player if he had played 60 snaps a game and not 95 snaps a game because, you know, you just, you, you have to be fresh on the defensive side of the ball to play at the speed to react to offenses. Okay. Coach Houston, thank you very much. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. You too. See you next week. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Obviously, if you're a head coach like Coach Houston, he actually has good things he saw and bad things he saw. The good news is there's depth and there Mason Garcia practice. A lot of great players he talked about for this afternoon. And it looks like things are good. Protocols, obviously, for uh, COVID-19, we'll see how that plays out, but they're doing everything they can to protect the players, the student-athlete, and that's all you can ask for. All right, you can always hear this great press conference, obviously, on SoundCloud and uh, Anchor, and obviously we have it on Facebook. 
and on YouTube. You can see it archived there as well. Thanks for very much for listening to the first scrimmage press conference of the fall camp for Coach Mike Houston on the Sports Objective. You've been listening to the Sports Objective Podcast. Join us next time as the guys will be objective, and the objective is sports.